Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only a, it's not only a good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men. And God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. this incredible gift that is September 14, 2021. Today's show will be about willpower and deciding what is best to do to protect today and secure tomorrow. So you know how we do. We always honor our Heavenly Father first because ultimately He is Furthering, fathering, and in the scriptures that we we'll, uh, uh, that we start off with, I'm going to read two today. I could read five, but I'm going to read two today. Proverbs 27:12, and it says, "A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished." And then Psalm. 90 verse 12, one of my favorites says, asking and beseeching the Lord, it says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the application of hearts, for the employment of souls, for the works of the Spirit. We thank you, Lord that you've you've given us hindsight, insight, and foresight so that we may be prudent and foresee the evil 
hideth ourself in you under your wings, hallelujah, so that so that we can not only be, we can turn around and repent and run back to you, but also that we can warn the simple and the feeble-minded. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this incredible time we're going to have together as we learn and grow together in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. You know, there's so much going on. There's talks of the dollar failing. There's talks of a food shortage, possibly. There's the impending variants from from COVID-19 that are coming. We're already in D, but there's whispers about a doomsday variant. Uh, um, but, But every decision we make, as men, fathers, leaders, uh, 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 um, whether it be entrepreneurial, worker, what, ha- what have you, uh, uh, um, every decision matters when we're raising a family. We have history to teach us, present concerns and opportunities to be concerned about. We also have glimpses of what could be, what will most likely happen, and what is definite to come in the future. So how? Do we collect and decipher what is really happening and parse through all of that information to make the best possible decisions? We're going to talk about the social landscape, the importance of wisdom, the political weather, the spiritual realities facing dads, our families, and especially our children. Uh, we, we, we look forward to this, this conversation, and we love you here at Further Father. And again, we are excited to be alive. Okay, let me let me see who's on the line. Let me see who's on the line. Yes, first it was it's one of my mentors. You may have heard me honor him uh, on on my Sunday sermon. This man, this man is a phenomenal man, and I thank Pastor Mark for even introducing me or, or, or to, the, to this man who is my mentor, Prophet Sabine. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, praise the Lord, people and man of God. How are you doing? Excited to be alive and happy to hear your voice. Happy, happy to hear your voice. Um, we've been in a phase because um, after coming back from um, a couple of heart attacks, I took some time off. Further and farther, radio took some time off, and we came back in July. We we stopped at in um, we stopped in January, and we came back in July, and we came full force because it is important for men to think of the future and. and when you when in, the, in that contemplative state, very often uh, 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 we reflect on the past, but it's, it's also very important to, to, to have a generational mindset. And we've been talking about having wills and insurance and all of that, but given all the things that are happening around us, um, Prophet Sabine, my dear brother uh, Sean, I love you, what are some of the things that, that, that we can do as men? Uh, that we can do as leaders, as we can do as fathers, um, that uh, help us and aid us in making wise decisions, poignant decisions regarding our future, our children's future, et cetera. Uh, well, you know, just, just, I mean, that, that's, all, that's a mouthful in Jesus' name. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I've never, I, I, to me, fathering is like teaching when I'm not, the Lord's not using me in the ministerial capacity of uh, scriptural teaching. I am an educator 
And uh, some days you teach, you feel like, oh, man, this is the best job ever. And, and some days you teach, you feel like, man, I got to find another job. This is terrible. <laughs> so uh, but, regardless of how I feel either about teaching or being a father, I do know this. Uh, the scriptures do say that the reason, one of the reasons why the Lord chose Abraham was because the Lord said, listen, I know if I start something in this man, I know if I touch him, he's going to teach his kids about me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always consider myself from God's perspective, just when you get the tree upright, it transitions. You know, man scores, what, three scores, uh, uh, 10 years. Uh, so, you know, if God has to keep redoing everything he did in every generation, he won't progress. And so right. uh, for me, it's teaching teaching my kids uh, about what I know about the Lord, and more importantly, spending time with Him. Uh, uh, the Lord, you know, just to get out of this really quick, I was praying one time. I said, "Man, the best thing I can do for my son is give him all my revelation of God." And the Lord spoke back to me and said, "Man, the best thing you can do with your son is spend time with him." Oh, yes, yes. Yes, it, yes, yes. You know, you, uh, uh, when you're on fire, they're gonna capture some of the warmth. You know that, right? So if you're close to them, uh, uh, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna feel the warmth, and they're gonna know the difference between the cold of the world and the world system, and the warmth of the fire that is shut up in your bones. Uh, um, so yes, it's it's important. It's vitally important to unwrap the revelation. In other words, be present. Be present. Right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, um, yeah, today we, we really want to hone in on, you know, what are some of the best ways to protect and what you said is prime is pri- it takes it takes primacy. Um the, you to connect with the ultimate protector who is God and share that love, who is love, with your children. Um, uh, it's important to pray for them, pray with them, uh, you know, give them an understanding. Let them see you lay down and pray. Let them see these things. It's it, it, more is caught than is taught, right? We, you know, I also was a teacher, especially I teach for a short, short period of time, and you know, they don't just follow the script, the, the script, the um, the, the, the curriculum, they they also capture your personality. I, I taught I, I told um, uh, my oldest, uh, uh, you know, when he was younger, you know, in any class that you're in, capture the mindset of the, the uh, of the teacher, and repeat back to them what they told you. Give them back what they gave you. And he graduated an A, an, an a student. My youngest is a valedictorian, so I'm very happy that. Uh, that, that that's happening. So yes, one thing to one thing to do is to to get them to understand what is most important. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Prophet Sean, I'm I'm, I'm going to let the next next caller in. And I'm going to keep you on the line as well. Um, Forty six fifty four, my brother or sister, how are you doing? Ah, uh, this is not your sister, my brother. This is your brother Sean. <laughs> Chuck, 
How are you Brother doing? Brother Jeremy, you got to know my number by now. I am, I am blessed and highly favored, man. Yes, you are. Yes, you yes, are. Absolutely. So, um, uh, so you know, um, just listen, listen to the conversation. I think one of the things that we want to always do, one of the things that we always want to model as, as, as men is to um, realize that we need to always uh, be in self-denial, in that we don't want to have see our children see us um, always seeking pleasure. Yes. Uh, but, you know, and you're seeking pleasure from, you know, you know you have something to do, but you have to watch the game. Um, you know, that you know you have something to do with the kids, but you have to go, you know, you have to stay at work late. Um, as my brother said, you want to be present, but more than that, uh, you want to model, um, you know, you, you want to model, uh, and I don't want to say not self-denial, but you want to delayed gratification. Yes. You definitely want to model delayed gratification because I think more than anything else, especially as you're dealing with young people, um, if you can help them understand what it is, to put off until put off until tomorrow what you can afford and not try to get it today. And that is not just in terms of dollars and cents, but in terms of how you spend your time. Yeah. I think that's important to mark. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree because you know, uh we know that love or charity is patient and kind or suffers long and is kind and, and and that uh, willingness to have delayed gratification is at the core of being patient, right? Denying yourself is, is powerful. That's a, that's a powerful statement because it speaks that patience, that, that is uh, the, the one who denies themselves and the one who de- de- delays gratification, allows the process and allows the, the, those around to see the process. And you become a trusted person because you're patient. Because you don't fly up the yep. handle and you're, and you're not driven by your, your, your passions, you're not driven by, uh, uh, um, but you are operating in love. So no matter what, you are patient and kind. And if you're patient and kind before your children, they'll realize that patience and kindness is a high-value thing. Really, what you're giving them is what, uh, what Prophet Sean said in the beginning. You're giving them God because, you know, if, if you substitute in that in, 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 in 1 Corinthians 13 where it says love is patient or charity is patient, you substitute the word God because God is love, as it says in, in 1 John 4. Uh, um, if you substitute that and you say God is patient and God is kind, and then the God in you is patient and is kind, that presence that he was talking about, because some have a presence of angst. Some have a presence of fear. Some have a presence of anger. Some have a presence of abuse. So our presence has to be and poignant, right? So um, yeah. today, today there was a, a, a powerful scripture. I didn't get a chance to do my excited to be alive because I had to make sure that my kids got to school on time. So I, I did, and I had a busy day at work. But but the scripture for today uh, um, it, uh, was. First John four eighteen it says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has 
torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And I'm gonna whatever God downloads for me later, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that excited to be a live host. But but um, part of our planning is to operate in love, as Prophet Sabine said, and you you supplemented it and, and, and made even more clear is that as we're denying ourselves, as we're as we're denying ourselves, we're not doing it with anxiety. You know, but we're doing it with not just prayer and supplication, but presence and hope. You know, presence and hope. If you if you operate with presence and hope, um, you, the, the the future, the, the the available future is handled wisely. You know, and 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 you see the gift, the patient and kind, and you see the gift in the child. But also in you, like you said, if you're denying yourself, you're also working on your strength. So uh, they see yeah. that as well. So I'm, I'm gonna let Prophet Sabine back in. Uh, um, Pastor Sean. Well, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I, I thank the man, the guy. My, my, I, I want to ask you something, uh, Brother Francois. Are you feeling irate today, Brother Francois? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. I, uh, yeah man. I was uh, uh I uh when I was a young kid, my 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 mother's younger brother was in college and he left us his record collection and one of them was the uh Rostimi Vibration album by Brother Bob. I was a kid growing up and I'm like, man, I don't know why, but I really like this music a lot. You know, and then later on I came to Christ and got touched by the Holy Ghost and took on his name in baptism, so I appreciate your input. Yes, oh, I, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, I, I believe that you said selfishness. That really rung a bell. Uh, I had a, a privilege to armor bear for the late Bishop Richard Violas Almond here in Louisiana, and uh, he was in the seminary, uh, and I used to drive for him. We used to talk about his classes. And he told me, he said, son, you know that every other version of the Bible, besides King, King James, the great commandment or commission where it says, go ye and teach all nations, it actually says make disciples. Yeah. And so if, it, if the, since it's make disciples is the great commandment and not witness, that means the gospel or the good spell was designed to be shared through intimate love relationship. Yeah. Uh, well, well, if that's the case, the only thing that can destroy and will destroy any love relationship is selfishness. Uh, I think it's First Corinthians 13. It says that love seeketh not her own. So yeah. uh, true authentic love has the power to overcome anything because love is the only thing that will make you consider another person's feelings, thoughts, ideas before your own. So I think those walk hand in hand because selfishness, is the destroyer of any love relationship. Power. And since the gospel was designed to be shared through love relationship, selfishness, that God himself, that's that's the real enemy, and that's who we must keep dethroned. And like we say down south, locked in a cage, man. Locked in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And... and you, uh, in, in a practical sense, as, as we 
come to the to the uh, last ten minutes or so of the show, in a practical sense, also um, planning, you know, uh, also has to do with scheduling. Last week we talked about how an idea is an is only an idea until you share it, you write it, and you schedule it. It, then it becomes a plan, right? And, and and now others can move with it. Now, my dad taught me, my fa- my father Winston Maynard, whose birthday was last week. Uh, love you, love you, superhero. Um, he taught me to write things down and uh, the um, constantly writing. Um, but I remember that that time, even in the military, long before I had a wife, I knew that I'd be a father because. I had an I had an awesome father, and I started writing down names. Now, four of those names that were written down are real people. So even in your time when you're single and alone, even those times when you are in doubt, it's that's the time where development happens. Those of us who remember how pictures were developed, the pictures used to be developed in a dark room. So so sometimes. Uh, when things seem dim, that's when you write things down. And those, because a seed has to be buried, right? It has to be in the dark for the root to come out. Uh, and that becomes its stability. And that determines how, how high and strong it can grow, right? So um, in life, in life, our plans are, are, are you know, yes, they're going to be ratified by other people because our purposes are determined by, by, by a multitude of counsels. But or established, not determined, but established by a multitude of counsel. But it's that alone time, some, that alone time, whether you're using it wisely and you're and you're jotting things, your ideas down. So you, as you jot them, you also share them and schedule them. The sharing helps to keep you accountable, and so does time. People and time will keep you. Uh, well, quality people and quality time. Keep you accountable. Uh, I'm going to open it up because we have like five, seven more minutes or so on the show. Um, uh, 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 brother, brother Chuck, why is time so? And can you hear me, Chuck? I can hear you. Why is time what? So important in our decision making. Oh, well, you know, um, and for all of us, um, you know, the, God, the, the, the scripture says that, you know, that God knows you before you, you were in, when you were in your mother's womb, before you were in your mother's womb. Um, yeah. And we are given a certain amount of time on this earth. And, um, you know, the best, the best thing that we, that God, I think, uh, in my own little mind, is not too theological. I think that God wants us to use the time um, in a productive manner. And what I mean by productive is that we need to use the time that God has given us to make sure that we develop ourselves and we develop the next generation in a godly way. And I think that as you, as you, as you were just saying about writing down, and me, you know, from Habakkuk, writing down and making it plain, uh, what, it, what time does for you is that it, because we all have a dash. We have nothing more than a dash. Some of us have longer dashes, some shorter, but nothing more than a dash. And as 
one preacher was telling me that the only way to get out of life is through death. Uh, so, you know, the way we the way we use that dash is going to be important for for the kingdom of God and for the next generation. Powerful, 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 powerful. Uh, uh, Prophet Sean, you want to add? Uh, I, I think the men of God did a very good job on that one. I I I, I concur with him, one hundred percent. It's it's the most we're living in a season now, where time is more valuable than money. And yeah. so, if, if if time is the currency of our lives, then we need to see a man that is diligent in his business; he shall stand before kings and not meaningless men. It's time. I mean, Jesus is twelve years old. And he said, "Hey, I'm already about my father's business." Yeah. Uh, you know, some of these careers like doctors, medicine practitioners and lawyers you don't wait till you're 50 to decide to do that to embark on that journey it's something that's going to take a radical commitment with some radical praise and some radical worship and those who have uh, loved not their lives even unto the death powerful 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 so um protecting today protecting today and securing tomorrow you know, um, there's a protective mindset we have as men, and we we know that our children need security, and our the first mega need of women is security. So, how do we communicate now? Um, I may I, I I think part of our uh, some of us speak less, some of us speak more, but in general, as men, we speak less than our wives and our children in general. Uh, but how do we make our presence felt? And I'm, I'm going to lead with touch. Um, you know, we talk about touch and agree, we, 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 but very often it's, it's just agree. But uh, there's a, a part of securing the future is embracing those who are around you now. You know, it's one thing, you know, just been to a few funerals, and one thing to – to see the coldness of, of, of what's left of a person. Why not embrace the warmth that they have now? And, and that embrace helps to secure them now. Now they also want to hear when you embrace them, uh, uh, now that you're close and that you can really see them and hear them, now you can speak and encourage them about their future. So um, as we're getting ready to close, I'm going to ask um, – Prophet Sabine, if you could do the incredible honor of praying us out, um, uh, and and then I'll, we'll, we'll close and we pray to, to to have a phenomenal week and then uh, and do this again next week. Um, if you could do the honor, sir, we have about three minutes. Oh yes, sir. I just want to tell Brother Chuck, thank you for letting me be on with with you two. I was not mocking or making fun of your culture. I love Jamaica, man. It's a part of the story. We love you guys so much. Father, we come before your presence in the mighty and the master saying that Jesus, where the word of the king is, there is power, there is authority, there is say-so. Lord God, I pray that you would teach my hands to war, my fingers to fight, and my heart to love, that we may win many victories in your name. Father, as this time is wrapping up, as you hasten your imminent return to uh, secure your family and your bride, 
teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Let us be like the sons of Issachar who knew the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. As you bring your body into divine alignment, God, give us an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, a heart to believe, a mind to receive, a will to obey, and an attitude of thanksgiving. As you rebuild the tabernacle of David and close up the breaches which are falling, Lord, let every man uh, uh, be fully persuaded in his own mind that you were working us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. 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 Um, the, the, such a powerful prayer that, that as we're planning, that we're, including, we're not just including God, we're asking God to lead us in our planning. You see, there's something about acknowledging him in all our ways that means as we're writing our will, as we're getting life insurance, as we're doing our schedule for our plans for our days, that we're not leaning to our own understanding, as we're picturing our, our, our children's future and we're thinking multi-generationally, that, that we're, we're acknowledging him in all our ways so that he may direct our path so that we can, yes, protect the day, and secure tomorrow. We thank you. We thank you, Prophet Sabine. We pass. Thank you, Chuck. And for all the listeners, please listen back. Share this. Like it. Love it. Subscribe to the the, the, the Further and Father Incorporation, to the Haven Church, to um, uh, 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 the, the network of uh, Christian Network of Fathers, and and, the, and we look forward to next week. Um, we ask that you. Love on your children, be present, and this is Furthering Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training, forming the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Until next week, we love you, we thank you, and be excited to be alive. Love you.